0: I am Bamps and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast.
1: I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian.
2: Hi, I'm Oz, I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s.
1: Uh, hi, I'm Super Cookie, and I play Coco the Gang Girl.
3: This is Cotton, and I play Terrence the Tremere.
0: It has been a few nights since the events of the finale, the assault on uh, the haven that the hunters were hanging out in. And, Terrence, you had been approached about setting up a meeting with. Arthur Subcheck and his adoptive child. Where would you have liked to have had this meeting at?
3: Does Terrence get to choose? Or, or I guess Dane, or is it sort of a both sides type of deal?
4: Would agree to uh, it? I would put that up to Terrence.
3: I would say he'd probably want to meet him.
4: And it's just it's just Arthur and Coco. That's it?
0: Yes.
3: Let's bring them down to the library.
0: In that case, why don't you go ahead, Terrence, and describe the library that the two of them walk up to and where they are to find you.
3: In the dead of night, he meets them on the outside steps of the university library. As they come up, he nods, and other word turns around on his heels and opens the door and holds it, gesturing for them to come inside. As they follow him inside, he goes into the library, rounding the, behind the counter where the librarian is stationed. And in the back, there's a door, heavy steel, industrial, and with, with like a slightly rusted handle or doorknob. He turns it; you can hear the chunk, and they descend into the darkness of the stairs below. Ah, Aaron, without even looking, he turns his, puts his right hand out and flicks on a light. It's one of those uh, lights. that's like inside an industrial cage. And it cuts on. There's a chunk and a buzz. There are two metal doors, then a narrow corridor on the left-hand side. He goes into the first one, opens it up, and it's open. And as it as he opens it, flicks into the light switch, and then chung, chung, chung. lights in about a five hundred square foot room, light up stacks and stacks and stacks of books. It's just a simple single hallway down with stacks of with shelves on each side. Going down the left and the right, terminating at the end wall. Off to the corner, where one of the shelves would be, is a small desk, a filing cabinet, and an office chair. What does Terence look like? Huh. Terence is about five foot eight. He's got on dark. He has his uh, turtle shell glasses, his tightly combed and well coiffed hair. He's wearing a blue Oxford shirt. A uh, brown jacket with the elbow patches, uh, tailored pants, and these uh, brown leather, kind of hipstery, red-wing style shoes. Casual, but still dressed up. No scratches.
0: Oh, and matching brown pants with the jacket. And the two people that have come to meet him this evening, how are you two dressed
1: Was I given any instructions. On how to dress for this? You were not. So. Definitely a pair of just like. Ripped up jeans. That are cute and in fashion. And like. A big oversized. Black sweatshirt.
2: Art is. Going as. Senior uh, senioritis chic so he has a sweatshirt from the local university uh looks like he may have just like snuck into the bookstore at one point and just lifted uh a pair of of university style uh, uh logo track pants got a a pair of air force ones uh there might be some blood on them they're stained uh, and then the uh, the university sweatshirt, and he's got the hood up over over his head, and he's also wearing uh, an N95 mask because he's he's ill. and in being ill, he's dead, and being Nosferatu, he's going to go ahead and, and hide as m- much of his features as possible, but if they're going to meet somewhere at a university, he may as well look the college student part.
4: Terrence will put his arms slightly akimbo. Welcome
3: to this repository of knowledge, actual knowledge, he says with an index finger raised, of the city. I'm re- I'm responsible for it. I'm what maintains the legacy. Of our kind. Anyway, a
2: historian of this city ah. arts looking uh, up and down these bookcases, you know, uh, handle, reach out, kind of stroke the spine of a book and touch other other covers here and there. Well, I have to thank you for seeing us. I did not want to impose, but uh, we had a bit of a situation in your domain, and we we seek to, to clean things up.
3: Hmm. I've heard something of it, but I'd rather get all the details straight from the source. He'll gesture toward the, the beat-up ratty office chair. By all means, have a seat, as he leans up against one of the stacks.
1: Is there only one chair?
2: (laughs) Yes. Yep. Art will gesture to Coco. You may go ahead and have the chair. I've been sitting all night.
1: Coco sits down and crosses her arms and then uncrosses them and puts her, like, kind of does a lean to the right.
2: Well, now, my dear, why don't you tell our host what happened at the Crocker House Inn?
1: Um, So I'm sorry, uh it was kind of an accident and I know that I fucked up, but um it just it got out of hand and he wasn't a really good employee anyway, and I'm like really, really sorry, sir.
3: Terrence just looks down at his watch
4: and looks back up. So that's it? That's that's the great details. You're sorry? It seems we got to the end of the story
3: first, very well. Right. I'll be honest. Uh, I haven't had an actual salad in a long time. Word salad, I'm not particularly interested in either. Is there any way to have this a little bit more? I don't know, meat on the bone?
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, there is. Uh, The short version is that we were tracking a team of vampire hunters that happened to be staying at uh, a motel that is in your domain. I sent uh, Baron Jimmy, Walton, and Coco here in order to investigate a vehicle that was linked to them. And in investigating the vehicle... They chose to uh, do a little vandalism to it in order to draw the hunters out. This did not succeed, but Coco went in to uh, investigate the matter, uh, find the room that they were in, speaking to the night desk clerk, a man named Silas Cartwright.
1: I was supposed to distract. I did, I think, a distract pretty good.
2: Uh, you You ate him.
1: Yeah, I, I've said I was sorry about that.
2: Yes, you said you were sorry, just as you were sorry to kill the janitor, to kill one of Jimmy's uh, herd. Um, there have been a host of others. I am, I am uh, dissembling further. Anyway, uh, my good man. Hmm. I would like her to take Silas Cartwright's place and become him, essentially, and live his ninth life for six months. She will be in your domain. Uh, she will complete his tasks, live in his apartment, uh, utilize his vehicle. Uh, if that is if, if if I have your permission, of course, I am prepared to negotiate on this, but i I feel that. Restitution needs to be made because of this uh, this th- this grievous error that happened in your domain. So,
3: and Terence will bring his hand around in a palm down, uh, almost pointing. The distraction keyed and hinged on you eating my front desk clerk.
1: Um, Coco just shifts like uncomfortably. Uh that was kind of a side effect of perhaps a poor decision on um my side of things, sir. I am sorry. it was unavoidable.
3: Hmm. So now, you're to be the replacement. That's the the offer, right? The person who, when things got a little sideways, ate my front desk clerk. It is correct.
2: Hmm.
1: It won't happen again, though. Like, I'm really, really sorry.
2: Are all the hunters dead? Two of the hunters are dead. The other three were captured and handed to the prince for uh, interrogation and uh, eventual disposal. Uh, we do have some say in the matter, but uh, not a lot.
3: His eyes go, uh kind of vaguely nods. Well, fair enough. <sighs> I gotta say, I just don't know what to make of you. I've heard these rumors, and... (sighs) Frankly, most of them left me fairly unimpressed, but... I guess effectiveness is effectiveness. Or maybe you're just lucky. A little bit of column A. A little bit of column
4: B. (sighs) Eight months.
1: Wait, what?
2: You know, eight. Yes, the number before and I put the after seven. Yeah, I agree with this. Eight months that is acceptable to me.
3: Well, all right. It's not like you have anywhere to be. And he'll look at her smile and then he'll put his hand out to art.
1: Coco's bottom lip is so stuck far out, sad, just staring at art. Do not shake his hand, please.
2: Art absolutely shakes his hand and he's got that 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 toothy fangy grin. Thank you. I do appreciate this. Um, I will have somebody watching her as well. Um, But otherwise, this is your domain. Coco will have to follow your rules. Whatever you deem is necessary, uh, I will accept. Hmm. Well, that seems fair enough.
3: I appreciate how, of course, you've come here and taken the time to put on actual disguises. You know, he looks at them and guess you're short. Of, you know,
2: dressing as uh, those who pretend to be seekers of high education are. Well, I see plenty of education. It's just through different means than university classes. Ah, ah an autodidact, is it?
4: Yes, exactly. What's <laughs> an <With the> autodidact?
3: <sighs> He'll just sigh and rub his hands together. Maybe I should have just bargained for four. Anyway,
2: her looks
1: up excited.
2: Well, if if you wanted to just have four at working, we could always enroll her in your classes for the other four months.
3: No, oh, no, no. It's my domain, and anything that comes into out of it is just, will always fall on me. So, there's one thing that I can possibly provide, that she clearly sort of lacks, it's a bit of discipline, <laughs> self control. <laughs> I agree. I
1: did go to reform school. Like, they sent me just BT
3: dubs. (sighs) Is that your way of saying my work was cut out for me? Or that you've underestimated your own proclivities?
1: No, I've totally learned my lesson, and I will follow your rules, because I'm sorry. And I'm going to prove to you that you only need me around for, like, four months. I promise.
3: Hmm. Well, I'll come out with a shift schedule for you soon with detailed locations for things like mops, cleaning supplies, sponges, uh, the various rigmarole. I assume that you found them when you cleaned up the results of Silas.
1: She's, like, visibly deflated, because that's gross. Hmm.
3: (sighs) Well, there's one thing I've learned, is that if repeated exposure to something can make the revulsion go ever so slightly
4: down. Anyway, if there's any
2: further business... uh, There may be something else you did say, that you have uh, histories here of the city. How far do they go back? Oh, well, it wouldn't be much of a library if we didn't go back for a hell of a long way. We've got books that go back to the founding of the city. Excellent. Uh, I would like to prevail upon you at some point to find uh, the history of paradise. Uh, What it was before the mall was built. Details about the the history in the area. Uh, Kind of build a timeline from founding to now. Uh, Let's just say I'm very curious because of the A transition of events, we'll say, over the past year or so. Oh, you're curious, are you? I am ever curious.
3: Well, that makes two of us, and I have often found curious people have curious goals. Also, to better help you, of course, as it is my charge to help our kind in the city, (sighs) it would help if you told me a little bit more about what those goals were. Particulars, details, aims... Anything specific would help me narrow that focus down.
2: Art's going to pull the N95 off. Put the put the hood back, kind of exposing his, his bald head and uh, his red-tinged uh, lips and almost like blood-stained teeth. Terrence will blanch a little with his throat caught. Uh, Art will give him a little wink because he knows. You see, Paradise is, of course, um, our domain. By our, I mean uh, Baron Baron Walton. Before him was Walter in Osferatu. Uh, he was what you would call a couch baron. He held uh, very little influence in his own domain, but it was respected by everyone. I would like to know why, and I believe that goes back well before the founding of the mall itself. Now I have done a little bit of research and this is not something that is well known but uh, the other barons had a financial hand in the in the in the founding of Paradise Mall I believe something is here and I would like to know what was there first
4: Hmm Now that is interesting
2: and I'm very curious I'll see what I can dredge up. If you also have uh, the, the blueprints for the mall itself, I would love to look at those. I studied architecture when I was in school long ago. Hmm. I don't know. Fellow architecture
3: appreciator. Fair enough. That's, of course, what I teach here, but I'm
2: assuming you knew that. I know a thing or two, yes. I like to, to research the people that I meet, so I know what to what to speak about. Uh, that is not to say I am not interested in architecture. I very obviously am. I find myself with an eye for structural design, which is especially useful for the kindred in the city. Uh, several haven blueprints are of my design. Huh. Well, now that did cash
3: me aback. I'd love to know more about your thoughts on the matter when we aren't so hmm, pressed for time or otherwise engaged on a more particular matter.
2: But I definitely, I'll see what I can find out. Good. Let, us, let us make another meeting. Um, I will leave Coco in your care whenever you care to begin uh, with her education on um, composure. And I would like to to meet with you more and and learn more about this. I believe there are secrets within the city you and I both will be very interested in uncovering.
4: Hmm.
3: Well, I have to say that I'm quite surprised. Pleasantly. And that
2: doesn't happen a lot. I don't generally Hmm. like surprises. Yes, I like to plan for every eventuality. And as I have quickly discovered, that is impossible.
3: Hmm. True enough. Terrence will take his fingers up to his glasses and adjust them slightly, pushing them like, pushing them up on the bridge of his nose. All right, well, I'll see what I can find out as quickly as possible, get you the information and collate it. <sighs> uh, snap his fingers. Coco, right?
1: Um. Yes, sir.
4: Ah, yeah. Uh, tomorrow, around about 11 p.m., stop on by can't remember if we have gloves or not do we have gloves oh
2: bring some gloves what kind of gloves would you need the nitrile regular gardening style gloves let me know she will have them
3: (sighs) i've never really concerned myself with it too much know all the particulars of that specific field
2: thick ones i would imagine Mmm. yes okay i think i understand
1: Um, excuse me, sir, can I just mention to you that I own stake in a um, rather successful cleaning company that, you know, I would gladly provide their services.
2: Unfortunately, they're on contract elsewhere and will be unable to be uh, providing additional services at this time. It will have to be just you. (laughs) No. This lets you know precisely what your employees go through. (sighs) Hmm. there's one thing we can all appreciate here, it's education.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Your face is just covered in, like, disgust and sadness.
3: Well, hmm. I would say it's been a rather productive evening. Open some new
2: doors of curiosity. I don't get those as much. I agree. There is so many things to be discovered in Springfield, and it is a shame. It's only recently I've been able to start delving into it, but I've come into some interesting knowledge, and I will be happy to share it so we may undertake this journey of discovery.
3: Yes. Generally, the only people that come here are the fellow kindred who just want to puff up their egos, find some evidence of a relation, some blood link or bond or some building that shares some ancestor's name if they can try to latch on to in some trite quest for meaning or importance. It's nice to have something I can actually sink my teeth into.
2: <laughs> yes, although some of the uh, some of those blood links for, between kindred can be very interesting and used as ammunition. Uh, for example... Uh, Baron Walton and the former Harpy, uh, Carol Jackson were bound. Uh, he he was uh, her child and blood bound on top of that. Now, one thing that he has been told, and and art's like starting to get like really excited about this because this is one of those secrets that's been kind of sitting by the wayside. he believes that he was uh, turned on accident he told me once in confidence this is not so, I have evidence that he was specifically sought out by Carol Jackson and she obtained permission from the prince of the city Samuel Cartwright in order to turn him into a Toreador which she has done, but she never told him that <laughs> that, that fact is very interesting Ah. <sighs> Well,
3: I guess I've been rebutted.
4: It matters because it matters, I guess.
2: Indeed. Well, eh, when when uh, years pass blo- by in the blink of an eye, you take what you can get.
3: Mm, that's true. Although I can't help but feel a bit lucky that, well, sudden lack of strings.
4: Is that so? Well, I guess it's the eternal thing. Things change. Indeed. They do indeed. If more
3: kindred would know that, we wouldn't be in half the predicaments we're in. But that's a song for
2: another time, I guess. I suppose. Well, since you are doing me this favor, um, if anything arises that you would like assistance with in terms of information... um. If things to be done here and there, please do let me know.
3: Um, oh, just one question comes to mind. as he puts his uh, hand up to his right hand up to his temple, <sighs> those dogs who call themselves hunters, did they go slow?
2: One went very quickly. He met the business end of a tire iron. The second one did not. He went he went slowly and painfully. I shot him in the abdomen and while the bullet wormed his way through the intestine, one of the hounds tore his throat out and drank him dry. <laughs> well, there's one thing I've learned from my years as an educator. It's not so much what you say it's how you say it. I um encourage you to go to a um go to Elysium at some time. And uh, at some point, uh, I believe the removal of one of the other hunters will be very public. Uh, This one had the taste of the true faith on her. And she was captured alive. It was very nice to see.
3: Well, I have been neglecting my social calendar. But I have to consider it. See where my schedule takes me i'm up to the task or if i have other engagements but uh, i definitely appreciate the invite and uh
2: i look forward to future conversations indeed uh art will reach into the sweatshirt pocket and he will pull out a uh, it's a business card and the business card just reads um arthur Subcheck, seneschal paradise mall uh, consider this an open invitation to visit us at your convenience.
3: He'll nod at it and, uh, secure it
2: in his shirt pocket. <sighs> oh, does that conclude our business this, this evening? Uh, I believe it does. Thank you again for, uh, for your graciousness and hospitality. Uh, I will not trouble you any further. And, um... I will make sure Coco is here on time tomorrow with the necessary equipment.
3: Excellent. Terence will put his uh, right right arm backwards in the small of his back, use his left hand and gesture towards the door. Shall I walk you
2: out or do you know the way? Uh, I believe I know the way. Thank you very much. Good evening.
1: Oh yeah, thanks. See you tomorrow.
2: Yes, you will come on we have uh, other things we must do this evening
4: what
0: other things are there for you to do this evening um
2: tour the apartment tour the car mm-hmm. uh make sure that uh, jade is aware of of what's happening and kind of let the staff know that for the next eight months uh they'll be coming to art they'll be coming to jimmy and um to ryan in order to handle club business
1: okay but we're telling all of our employees that i'm going on an extended vacation okay please we're not gonna like undermine my authority with like my people
2: no you're going on sabbatical And that is how it will be explained. Sympathical. I will even call your father and your stepmother and tell them personally that you will be going on sabbatical And not to worry about you.
1: Okay, but like if you say that, they're going to think that you put me in rehab again. You have to tell them I'm on vacation.
2: I will tell them. Thanks, Art. Mm, Of course. Now, come on. Let us go look at the place where you'll be staying for eight months.
1: Can I at least, like, bring some of my art stuff with me so it's not just, like, sucky all the way? Just like Yes, absolutely. Thanks. Oh, I was so ready to argue with you.
2: Ha! Uh, yes, I want you to experience his life, but if you can find a way to brighten his life through the use of your art, you should do so. Leave something behind that improves the life he lived. And you have eight months to figure out how.
1: Yeah, okay, whatever.
4: <laughs> and he'll make his way back out of the
2: library.
0: Parents, is there anything you would like to do for the, with the rest of your evening that you, after your meeting is finished here?
3: <sighs> Actually, yeah. He's going to, uh, as soon as they leave, he immediately wheel around and start looking up the things that aren't mentioned. This I just knew. You might. This is fascinating. This is something different. This is a question that demands an answer. And we're already here.
0: How convenient. Uh, what would you like to start looking up first? Like, where do you want to
3: So go I, th- I believe should... he asked to, 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 to know the history of the Paradise Mall going back as far as possible was the first thing. And the second thing he asked about was some matter relating to the bloodline and or turning of Walton, the sort of, like, patriarch of the Nosferatu of the city? Uh,
2: it, it is Jimmy. Yeah, that's, that's oh, Jimmy. Ah, yeah. yeah. Who is the current Baron of, of Paradise. Well,
0: if you would like, I would love to see a intelligence plus academics plus your architecture specialty if uh, you want to roll some dice. Okay, let's see if I know how to make this this sheet work by uh, clicking the skill, rather than clicking the the attribute. You'll have a oh, there. okay. so This is going to be what investigation? Uh, investigation or academics? They're both functional. To the
3: okay. Attribute intelligence, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm. And then one bonus die for your architecture specialty.
3: There we go. This is
0: that's a lot of dice. Uh, for funsies, I will remind you that you can take a point of superficial low-power damage to reroll up to three dice if you would like to try and fish for a crit or something along those lines.
3: Okay, for my first roll ever, I don't think I'll completely explode the character, so we're we're, going to hope a four is a a solid roll.
0: A four is a solid roll. A four is a very good roll. It will get you some stuff. I mean, obviously it's going to get you stuff, but... um, you can find some of the original paperwork for the land that the mall is on, some of its some of its original blueprints and footprint of how big this place is going to be. Obviously, over the years, different businesses have come in and out. There have been expansions of the parking lot. There's been a section of the parking lot that was taken from being a parking lot and turned into like a standalone little restaurant. So you have a a pretty complete ongoing history of things architecturally related for the mall. Okay. Um, Is there something...
3: So, if we're looking for things specific, it would be for any major structural changes, which would, you know, like either an add-on or even more interesting, something that was demolished and repurposed, or even more and more interesting, anything that would be... Either expanded on the footprint, or that would be like sub, like a basement, things like that. There's probably not going to be anything super interesting in like the main mall level. Uh, Is it a one or two story mall, by the way? Yeah, two story. Two story. So that's that. That'll be the biggest things we're looking for. Anything that's been like removed, and then nothing was ever built there. Anything underground. Anything that like disappeared and was lost. Or or last any any adjacent building that would have been constructed and then like been a part of it one of the footprints of it, right? Like maybe it went across the street and then that building was sold off or changed, anything like that.
0: Sure. Let's cross reference it with a little bit of the the city's history. If you want to do occult and intelligence, we'll see how much that gets you and then with the two other powers combined.
3: Alright. Occult and intelligence. This is a logical roller. I like it. Intelligence
0: and does architecture still apply? No, because this is like kindred history stuff.
3: Yeah, chip. Gotcha, oh, dear lord.
2: Oh, baby, look at myself. <laughs> Three tens. Three tens. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the, the fucking so, symbols
3: come off the page and float <laughs> in.
0: I mean, more or less, so. There is. I don't know if you had a, a chance to look at it um, in the player's guide. They added a bunch of new discipline powers. One of them, which I feel like is way up Terrence's uh, line of work, lets you spill your blood all over stuff, like books and shit, and just kind of, like, absorb that information into your brain. Would this fuck up the book? Uh, I I don't think it, like, super fucks up the book. It mentions that there's, like, a little... um,
3: Maybe we could we could retract the blood, right? We so we, so we we spider whip the blood. <laughs> uh,
0: it's definitely a thing for for later to look at, but it one hundred percent is that numbers come off the page scene of understanding. Um, that's on eight dice, you rolled six, seven, eight, nine, ten successes. That is uh, a new high score. Um, and given as you have a whole bunch of just normal occult knowledge from being a Tremere, from being someone who's got four dots in occult to begin with. Uh, yes, there is goofy shit afoot here now that you are looking at it with some of your um, now that you're looking at it with some of your arcane texts, these architectural texts, the bit of knowledge that you know about the history of the kindred in the city, and their, I don't want to say rise to power, but more or less their rise to power. Um, There is at least initially, when things were built, because I don't imagine you've gone down to this shithole crime mall in many years, uh, what looks like some sacred geometry involved in the construction of this place. Or at the very least, through some of its uh, some of its renovations over the years, there is intent and what's the word?
4: Artifice? I don't know, maybe.
0: Yeah, that that word will work. There is intent and artifice behind the construction of this mall and the surrounding areas. Uh, you have a immense amount of successes if I were to pull back all kinds of curtains and GM things what would you like to know and because you are lacking context I am happy to allow Art and Coco to propose questions or things that you might be able to find out from this
3: who built them all why did they build it when did they build it uh, and anything specific to the geometry in terms of like what it was geometrically four you know is it anything beyond generically this is a special you know is this a six point like a five-pointed star with a circle around it or is it anything more specific as a sigil
0: specifically i do not know enough about ancient uh sacred geometry to to give you those specific answers i will tell you that there are indications that at different parts of the year because like A business will come in, it'll come out, some renovations will happen. So over the years, there was 100% intent to focus ley-line style power here. But it wasn't there at the beginning. It wasn't all at the founding. It was
3: over time.
0: Correct, it was over time. Uh, I will also point out that the mall in here, uh, let's say, less than 100 years. So this is something that is... When did malls start getting popular? Uh, Late 70s? Yeah. Let's say 1970 is when the mall was first
4: uh, (laughs) ground broken. You
0: would know that around the time that uh, Prince Phillips took power, there was some fairly major renovations done, and it was right before the mall itself started to go the way that malls have gone where businesses stop coming in more of them were going out more storefronts are being abandoned Um, from what you know kindred historical wise uh, and looking at the names on some of these things there are some business aliases that kindred have used in the city to put money into this and then at you know Key moments in time almost take money out of it. And in that number of successes, you will know that most of them involve the prince or people directly working for or related to her.
3: Okay. And what is she a Ventru? Okay. And so over time, this mall was built, Mm -hmm. and Ventru, and specifically Prince connected Ventru, were putting things in, like, building and changing and reassigning parts of the mall, and the end result is a very geometrically interesting mall. Uh,
0: to somebody of arcane
4: interest, yes. Well, look at that.
3: I'm playing inside, And we're just a modicum of patience. <sighs> Gotta give the Venture credit. Every once in a while, they get over the little internal snipe fest and Preening and about how wonderful they are, and actually can accomplish something. Fair enough, fair play. Hmm. I still, it sounds like that art is onto it, senses something. I wonder. Wonder what he caught a glimpse of. Seems intelligent. Don't understand why I didn't unravel all before him as it does to me. <sighs> that is
0: interesting. Hmm. Uh, I still feel like I have not fully given the respect due to ten successes.
3: I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm. I just, I just, I, you know, I want to listen. I'm just gonna listen.
0: I mean, <laughs> I'm. I want to start ask, answering other crazy questions that uh, the others would yeah. have.
3: Sure, yeah, but they would have more context. So you, yeah. you be the, you be the smart part of Terrence's brain and uh, ask, <laughs> ask those incisive questions that we know and love.
0: Unless, of course, you guys have no other uh, big brain questions at the moment, in which case we can just kind of like put a big pin in this.
4: Art, Coco, you want to know anything about the mall? Uh,
2: so what do we know? We know when it was designed. We know who backed it. We know when they pulled their money out. Mm-hmm. When did ownership change to Walter, and who did it change from?
0: Uh- I I think you got some of that before, I want to say, with, uh... Because I remember you going into... And this is obviously stuff Terrence wouldn't know, but uh, I remember you going into his stuff and finding a beginning sequence of deposits of money into his accounts. Right, yeah, his 30 pieces of silver. Yes. Do you recall when that was? Because I think it was right before, uh,
2: prince phillips took power correct it, it, they coincided essentially around the time that that he started going to elysium because i don't believe he was before uh he was not going consistently no right and then he began going consistently uh coinciding with those deposits hmm. i was more interested in like who Actually, was on the deed as owning this place before ownership reverted to Walter.
0: I mean, I feel like I gotta kind
4: of
2: give it to him that,
4: uh, of the people, uh, of the people that still technically own the mall, there seems to be that the, what's the word, uh,
0: it's not the prince herself, but it is somebody that works under the prince. Um, somebody she has control over a mortal that is just like this person is the person on paper that owns this property but you've been kindred long enough you know that this really means that it's the prince that owns this property Uh, she is the one that is footing the bill for all of the incidental things taxes etc it's just not her name on all of the paperwork because that is a
4: headache Vampires. Um,
0: I think that Terrence would also recognize a couple of kindred that don't mean anything to Cotton.
4: All right, ready? Yeah, I'm,
3: I'm ready for the upload of lore.
0: Okay, people who you recognize as far that are names that are, come up in your digging that are still in the city. There is Amanda. She is a Malkavian. She works for Abishai. She was a nurse in World War II.
3: What was her name over time?
0: Amanda. Uh, I don't know if she has a last name. I can dig in my Google Docs to see if I can find it. Okay. There is... What what side? Would I know that? (laughs) What do you mean, what side? Like the Nazis or the Allies? Oh, the the non-fascists.
3: Okay, there we go.
0: And I don't know if she was actually, like, in World War II itself, or if she was just during that time period. I, technically not my NPC. Okay. Um, You will notice Alice's name
4: is involved. Which, oh, because that is, you
3: know, your sire. Indeed. And... An eyebrow and, will be very pointedly cocked, I assure you. And Catherine Phillips' name
4: will be involved. And I think those are the names that I
3: have at the moment for that are so relevant. These are the, the th- so these three vampires, they built them, or they didn't maybe build them all, but they repeatedly put money and design influence into it. Maybe not and... like
0: design influence itself, but they are people whose names show up on documents related to owning of property or investments and that kind of stuff. They are people that were involved at least somewhat Somewhat heavily, I guess is the word I want, because it's like, these are people that have reason to pay attention to it. Like, vampires diversify their profits and their investments all the time, because that's how you keep from being spotted. You know, if you only invest money into these narrow windows, it becomes real easy to notice uh, patterns and get found out.
3: Okay, but he, he he saw through the various smoke screens, and he knows the actual names of the individual vampires who made big plays, you know, opened a store of some kind, or, you know, funded an expansion, or whatever it was, and were therefore trying to get hooks into this mall. But they have it, released those hooks, right?
0: As far as you can tell at the moment, because the mall at current is fairly empty. Right. And the, uh... It's the kind of thing that you would probably not pay a, a super lot of attention to, if not for all of these other uh, questionable situations. Like, you have one of the guys that lives there is coming over to you and is like, hey, there's shady shit that's going on. What's up with that? And then you're like, oh, okay, let me just kind of look. And then you're like, mm, this is a little shady. And then you're like, these are the people that are potentially involved in this shady business that are still in the city.
3: I see. And the current owner is uh, Walter the Toreador, correct?
0: Jimmy the Toreador?
3: Jimmy. Whoopsie doops. He,
0: he is the current Baron. Uh, he um, doesn't pay for anything. It's all from, like, an investment group that is still paying for it for some reason. Said investment group is under the control of the prince.
3: Cool. And that this, this this Leila, maybe you don't want to tell me. That's fine. But just, I'm going to ask. This ley line or this this geometric indication does it line up with any type of sigil in the occult? You know, I, I don't know if occult sigils are kind of like astrological charts where it's like a vibe or something. You know, uh, as you know, what, like what as school for... of magic is it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: if I had to put like a school of magic on it.
0: I would say the two schools that fit would be something, uh, something to block divination to keep people from noticing, something to you know keep it hidden, keep it safe, and then a
4: preservation. I don't know if that
0: necessarily makes a ton of sense. Okay. Stasis. Yeah, like a like a stasis, like a not decay.
3: Well, they want to keep prying eyes out. Now, The only way to find out about it is some enterprising Nosferatu or a dusty tome that I had to get a lead to find. I should kick myself for not finding it before now.
0: I mean, that there, was, was, there may have been arcane things involved with these like uh, lines of power and stuff that have kept you from finding it. The thought crosses his mind, and he looks like he tasted something bitter.
3: His tongue rolls in his mouth. <sighs> so you don't want people to know about it. And you're keeping something other than the secret. What is the secret? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm, hmm. Hmm. look at the old plans for the w- were there any plans for anything that were that, that was off the main drag? Is there like a a basement or was there an upper level that was destroyed? Or were there buildings that were associated with it they're no longer associated with it
0: uh not so much in that regard there is a there is a basement to it that is more of like you know how like the food court and malls they all have one big long hallway so that all of the deliveries come in and they can kind of be transported that way or how disneyland has all those tunnels so you don't see any of the workers moving about the place yeah kind of like that there is a basement that is connected around most of this like the main mall building not so much the outlier things but the the main mall and it is perhaps in looking at uh stuff like the way that the pipes are being run that is one of this sacred geometry stuff pops up at.
3: Hmm. And the floor plan changed over time, right? Yeah, of the, the mall? businesses, the mall that Did the basement up. ever change? Was there any major renovation, remodeling, incursion? Was there ever like, uh, you know, they opened up the the secondary food court? Has it been
0: largely the same the entire time? There are no documented changes to the basement. Whether or not that means there was and documents were purposefully lost, you can't say from here.
3: He's going to take all of these papers. And put them right back where he found them. And just, you know, think about it, consider it, come to the various conclusions we've had. And then he'll dart back up and begin the research into the, the bloodline question that was raised by Art.
0: It is the fifth of April. I almost said March. You almost uh, did. Twenty twenty-three. This is uh, OVA number one, or the the in-between times timescape portions number one. Uh, it is also the one where Cookie is a little ill, but is a trooper and you know is here regardless.
1: I'm
4: fine. You know, I really should have checked
0: my drink before we got started, but I'm a bad person.
2: We're all terrible people.
1: I'm... my alcoholic beverage is fine.
2: (laughs) Indeed, as is mine. Being sick, that is helpful
0: for you, for you use rubbing alcohol for outside wounds and drinking alcohol for inside wounds.
1: Just getting ready for Deadlands.
2: Else, <laughs> <laughs> you did say that you have uh, histories here of the city. How far do they go back? Oh, well, it wouldn't be much of a library if we didn't go back for
3: to... a hell of a long way. We have things that even stretch back and mention. Be around the bush a little bit with the antediluvians
0: uh that's that's a little far a little far i don't know man I don't, <laughs> you're I don't talking know. about like <laughs> shit that is you know what you know what you know what
3: mythological
0: Maybe like, in in universe
3: there's i have i i, yeah, I don't want to tell you man i I don't know my i don't know my my zoo or whatever the fuck my Jurassic <laughs> versus my triassic periods in 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 vampire versus lore. the
0: cretaceous or still so, the-
3: Feel um, free to have Tom overdub me and be like, I've got Lord on the awesome period of time.
0: <laughs> um you probably probably have uh stuff that go to the like the founding of the city. Cool.
3: We've got books that go back to the founding of the city.
0: When did Mall circuit popular? Uh, late seventies? Yeah. By 1960, just four years after the first mall, there were 4,500 large shopping complexes in the United States. Capitalism, ho! By 1975, malls and shopping centers accounted for
2: 33% of all retail sales in America. Holy shit. This is actually stuff that that Terrence is finding, by the way. Everybody (laughs)
4: listening.
2: Yeah. Uh, Let's say... If you wanted to make it really spicy... The the first technical mall was an outdoor shopping plaza that opened in 1922. So you could always have this be like an old mercantile spot that was that was set up back in like the early 20s. The I first mall was, was invented yeah.
0: by Colonel Winston Mall of the British Empire. <laughs> so... um, I think that Terrence would also recognize a couple of kindred that don't mean anything to cotton um but i will also i ha- I have it a, a spreadsheet now of all of my wonderful little kindred names that i can look at
2: so hello, oh, to... is it your pepe silva map i don't know what that is oh okay it's from uh i want to say it's from always sunny in philadelphia but there was um it's that meme of that guy that's got like the big like board of of like all the strings and everything. And he's like looking crazy and he's he's pointing at the camera. He's very clearly like doing this like crazed explanation. And in the show, it's he's he's convinced that there's this person at work whose name is Pepe Silva. Pepe Silva doesn't exist and he's he's convinced of it. And so he's explaining all the research he's done on the string board. To to explain this, so it's now the Pepe Silva map. I
4: was
0: not aware of who that was in reference to, but I'm familiar with the the meme. Excellent.
1: Today I learned.
0: Right, I feel better now that it's not just me. Good, you're one of the you're one of the lucky ten thousand. Nice. The bloodline question that was
3: raised by Art. Which again, I'm a little shaky on. I know Jimmy is the Baron of the Mall. There was someone named Walton, Walter, right? Who who was of some import, and he was changed. I think he and he was a Torador as well, right? Is he like now? So no. part,
4: uh, part of the fail. problem
0: is that it's Jimmy Walton. Oh, fine. And the guy before that was the Baron. There was Walter. Why would right. you do this? <laughs> uh, it's, I Jimmy's do this. it's Jimmy's fault. It's <laughs> Jimmy's fault. Okay so so what 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 does uh, Terence know about Walton? Uh I don't know how much you would know him, but he was kind of just like he's a, a mall rat that became a vampire.
2: Yeah, oh, okay. and I think Jimmy Jimmy in the city is kind of well known for being one of the most eccentric tourists like ever encountered. Because Jimmy is absolutely in love obsessed with the 80s and so anything 80s this is what he's a part of like you know miami vice and jean jackets and uh thriller and billy jean and cassette tapes oh man vhs and on occasion betamax
3: on oh, occasion, okay. yeah, when he's feeling spicy
2: right he has only
0: gotten a real cell phone in the past six months
3: okay but he was not the... Was he the one that was being asked about by Art? Who was Art asking
2: about? Was he asking about Walter or Walton? Art was asking about Walton and ah. Carol Jackson, who was formerly the Harvey. Uh, Terrence would have known about this. Uh, and then six months ago, uh, yeah. Carol Jackson meant an unfortunate end at the mall. So... Of Coco's Sire. Right. And in front of Jimmy, who engineered the whole thing.
0: Uh, I wouldn't say he engineered it. That implies intent. He didn't know what he was doing.
2: Uh, he he knew Sweeple was there, and he knew Sweeple was following. <sighs> he was trying to get it. He was trying to get Carol out of there at least, because he knew that Sweeple was nearby. Okay. Sorry. Sorry if I'm pumping in
3: here. I'm just trying no, to no, get. No, you're good. Let's, You're good. Let me say. I can have a note. I have a notepad out now. Who is the mall rat? Walton. Ton. There we go. Jimmy Walton. Jimmy
4: Walton. So, so Jimmy, played by our
3: friend Tom, was a mall rat who became a vampire. Correct. Gotcha. Jimmy Walton. And he is. And as you are looking up, right? Or no? He looks. He wants to know about Walter. The
4: I kind of want so
2: I'm lost. I'm sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> it's fine. So <laughs> see, the the problem with art is that he wants to know everything because he's an Osferatu. He he leans very hev- heavy into the clan obsession. So he he wants to know about Baron Walter, although a lot of the information that you will find he probably already knows. He was name dropping Jimmy Walton and Carol Jackson. Just as a example of you know finding links between people conveys a lot of power.
3: Okay, so what did he insinuate or know about Walton? He said he says something of import about who turned him. Was that Carol Jackson?
2: Correct. Carol Jackson is or was Jimmy's sire, and not only that, Carol Jackson kept Jimmy bloodbound. So he was he he was a gopher for Carol Jackson through most of his own life. The secret that art gave is that Jimmy doesn't know that Carol sought out permission to turn him. It was a sanctioned embrace. What he was told was that Carol frenzied and turned him in order to to, to hide things. And it was a masquerade violation. That's dirty. It is dirty. And it's it's one of those little secrets that that, that, nobody really ever gets to hear. Well, guess what, listeners? You get to hear this now. Uh, Get in the comments. I'm sure somebody will tell me that we've already talked about this.
3: (laughs) All right. And so now uh, Art is wanting to know more about Baron Walter, who was the guy who was turned by Carol Jackson, who also turned
2: Jimmy Walton. Walter was a Nosferatu. He was a Nosferatu. Cool. Yeah. He's he's separate from this but not. Um, you're you're be, you're beginning to see the conspiracy. Uh, if you're gonna focus on anyone, focus on Carol Jackson because that name should come up with the others that you've uncovered.
3: Okay, Carol Jackson. Okay, I'm get with Bam
2: Slater on some of this shit. <laughs> not not a problem. A lot
3: of, a lot of proper nouns. <laughs>
2: There are. That's why I'm having you do this. I'm I'm looking further into what's going on underneath the mall. I have a a lot better idea than I did. There
3: we go. So, of uh, uh, shit. Does this the shit? <laughs> have, have we mined
2: most of Terrence's uh, beautiful beautiful dice roll? If if there's one dice roll left, I would ask anything about um. The timeline between the founding of the mall in the 70s and the last great Sabbat incursion and how close those two events were to one another and where that uh, where that incursion ended or began. Well, either or. The timeline of the incursion. Cause sure.
3: Uh, oh, oh, powerful GM and Lord of All Knowledge, did anything weird, interesting, or odd happen in general vampiric uh, kindred lore around the founding of the mall? Or any interventions between those who we have found among the pages of those who put money into it?
0: Uh, not in so far as the mall itself. Uh, I I will come straight out with the ridiculous number of successes that you have there. There is no connection between the sabat and uh, the mall.
2: Okay. All right. So there's one less person that's hidden down there. Okay.
0: That is a convenient set of timelines that was not. Uh... It's coincidence. Yeah, that is coincidence, not okay. conspiracy.
3: Did anything happen? Was
0: Was there any like if you had a timeline of kindred?
3: you know, goings-on in the 70s. Did anything happen, you know, around the time the mall was constructed? Bell-bottoms came into fashion. Thank you, thank you. And then the apocalypse, (laughs) and it was I went downhill with John goddamn Travolta. Uh, not when the mall was built, no.
4: Okay. Interesting. Interesting.
3: I feel you're being coy, but I respect it. I mean,
0: There was often <laughs> super interesting that, because like the mall has been here for 50 ish years, right? Which conveniently was about when
4: the uh, sabat. Yes.
0: Well, again, lots of proper nouns going on. Yeah, um, when the Sabbat was sabbatting. When the sabat came through, which is when Elizabeth got embraced as part of an oopsie. Um, uh, not an oopsie, part of a legit. Intentional distraction tactic. Yeah, she, she was a shovelhead. Yeah. Um, Fuck. <laughs> sorry, was <that> oh, another <laughs> term. You're gonna. We're
3: we're, we're just gonna go and ahead and. Fuck it. I don't even know if it's real anymore. I'm just gonna say you're to We're we're right gonna
2: hold your head under underneath the waters of knowledge here. <laughs> True. Drown in it.
3: No. I think real you're fact. just giving me like. Old English names, and then like shark breeds. You know, Elizabeth became a shovelhead. Things got quite weird in the, near the Great Barrier Reef. Not with you. We'll figure it out later. Anyway, advancing the podcast. So it, it sounds like Terence has has mined quite a bit of expositionary details. Uh, did you find anything out? Oh yeah, we did find out some things about uh, about Baron Walton. Walter,
0: Baron Walter. <laughs> uh, Coco, what were you about to ask? <laughs>
1: Uh, so the the Sabat never really came to town before we before this mall was built that basically seems to call them in regularly.,
0: uh, the mall was a convenient circumstance leading to this people and stuff. Uh, Cheshire was not the mall until certain people, aka Art Jimmy, and Missy brought him here. And because he was here, Svipal was looking for him, which is why she was here.
1: Okay, very interesting.
2: Indeed. Many conspiracy things. I know. And you've got a conspiracy theorist on the podcast.
4: I mean, that's not my fault. It <laughs> <laughs> is. You said that I could play this game. I mean, okay, fine. It can be my fault, but... Excellent. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to
0: do about it. Uh, cool. Is there any other crazy questions that you guys have that you want answered tonight before we
4: uh, bring things to a close? As they say in France, it's
0: okay for me. I don't know if they say that in France. It doesn't sound like a very... They absolutely <laughs> say that in
3: France. It's, it sounds very English for them. They tend to...
2: It. It is... Um... It is a French idiom translated to English. Ah, that
3: makes more sense. Let me get my note back yeah, But
2: <laughs> I, I have so many French people I work with and they always say, you know, okay for me. Okay for you. Okay for me. Their, their way of saying I'm good.
3: Gotcha. Cool. I'm good. And bam, so I'll probably like let some of this marinate in my brain and I'll get like some actual questions that are organized and thoughtful. And we can uh, flesh out the 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 lore that has been established in the books and of the podcast uh, until my brain hurts.
0: I mean, I feel like your brain's already hurting, right? Until it hurts again.
3: We're we're gonna we're gonna let it rest and we're gonna build it back.
1: (laughs) That's how you build brain muscles.
0: By working out your brain, right? Get all those wrinkles on it. Yep. So many wrinkles.
3: Hi, Joe. I'm gonna do.
0: I'm going to get rid of the boys. Brain-turning-offy-things. Uh, thank you for making a ridiculous roll to let me just exposit.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 All right. Good night.